ABC's a Greek. Oh, the ABC's a Greek. The ABC's a Greek. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the ABCs of Greek. I'm Thomas. I'm Erin. I'm Jacqueline. And this is a podcast where we recap the ABC Family original series Greek episode by episode. So today we're recapping season two, episode two, Crush Landing. It originally aired September 2nd, 2008. And the IMDb summary is ZBZ throws an awesome crush party whilst ashley discovers that the quote hotness monster goes to cypress roads casey is in processing with franny over evan rusty feels that he lost interest in polymer science and rebecca needs cappy more than she has ever needed him when she finds that her parents are to divorce directed by <laughs> no, it was kind of that. That is worded strangely because yes. I feel like there were other times where she might have needed him more. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, I would agree. Um, the episode is directed by Patrick R. Norris and written by Patrick Sean Smith, Dana Calvo, and Carter Covington. Oh, that's a new director, right? I don't yeah. recognize that name. You I, can kind of tell this either. episode has like a different. It does totally. It different has, vibe. Yeah, it's a little bit like more on the serious side i would say there's a tonal shift yeah he he was a director for my so-called life and um friday night lights got it okay that tracks actually it's a little more like we're leaning into the melodrama yeah for sure and then there are some there are some really like over the top comedic elements too Mm. um but we start off the episode in ashley and casey's room casey's eating cookie she's like eating candy basically she's spiraling because at the end of the last episode she saw franny and evan completely make out like inches away from her or maybe it was more like feet but she was <laughs> Might close. As well been on top of her yeah she the way her face dropped during that which understandably so ashley walks in and i'm pretty sure casey like throws the candy bar or something whatever she's eating she like throws it at her um because she thinks it's franny yeah, that was weird. I don't really know. And Ashley's like, I'm sorry. Like, there just wasn't any ice cream or something at, like, the store. No, she no says we're out of milk. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> I knew it was something with dairy. <laughs> but then, <laughs> that's when Franny knocks. And, um... Well, also, Casey brings up before that all of her exes seem to have a ZBZ fetish, which is true. Mm-hmm. She does bring that up. I guess they are the, the hottest girls on campus. And I guess when Casey's angry, she likes to bite things is kind of what they're getting at here like she's really like chewing into this she's like grinding her teeth Mm -hmm. and she needs to like have something to chew on so when franny enters ashley kind of warns her you know like or i think casey even threatens like i might bite her yeah jugular she says can i bite her just once in the jugular another vampire reference (gasps) interesting um but is that a Vampire reference? Or is that just where you would die? Or, or, or can't. But I guess she wants to bite her, right? Oh, you're right. It's a vampire reference. <laughs> it can be. Um, but, yeah, so Brandy comes in. She's, like, going to apologize. Like, she really is, like, sorry, it seems. Mm. I mean, so it appears. But she, Or she... It's not even really that she's sorry. I think she just wants to be, like... I don't want to be socially ostracized by you. So well, let's just work this she out. She actually doesn't say sorry. Like, at some point... Franny says something along the lines of, 
like what more can what more do you want from me and what more can I do? And Ashley says say, say sorry. sorry. Like she hadn't even but said it yet. But then she apologizes. She doesn't apologize for it after she says yeah. that. She says I'm sorry you found out this way. Yeah. Yep. She goes, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry you found out this way, which is, like, the worst apology. That's, like, yeah. the classic, like, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Yeah. Oh, or, or I'm sorry, um, the Leah Michelle apology post, <laughs> I'm sorry you perceived my behavior that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, not to bring Leah into this, but... She always comes around. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Franny wants to move past it, and you can really see that she, she just doesn't, she wants to be back in, you know, with Ashley and Casey. She wants to be back in that friendship, but Casey just makes it very clear that she needs time to process. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah, and when she finishes her candy, she's, like, just grinding her teeth. Like, I'm concerned for her dental, um, her dental health. Mm-hmm. And then Ashley says to Franny, she should probably go because Casey's mouth is empty. <laughs> She's going to need something to bite soon. I know. Which is so interesting. Like, I, it's so interesting that that's her behavior. Like, I think I would just be more like, I would probably just be giving her the silent treatment. I don't know if I would be biting. Oh, yeah. I'd lose my appetite completely. Yeah, I think I would just feel sick. Yeah. So then we're at Rusty's dorm. He's snoozing this alarm that looks like it's from, like, the 70s. I know. It's so old. I didn't even notice the alarm until this scene. Did it come with the dorm room? Like, it's literally the oldest alarm clock I've ever seen. It's huge. Yeah, and he's snoozing, which is, like, the first sign that something is off. Because Rusty, you know, we know how much he cares about everything. Like, mm-hmm. it's right. like he's, he's not really, like, rushing to get ready to go to his class. Um... You know, he looks really tired and disheveled. Mm-hmm. And just, like, he's lacking, you know, the the vibe. Like, he's lacking just, like, the energy to get up and go out. The panache. Life. The panache is the word I was thinking. The lust for life, mm-hmm. as Lana mm-hmm. might say. So he's walking out of the dorm, and he closes the door, and he runs into Cappy, who is dropping off his laundry, because Rusty is responsible for that. But Rusty has walked out without his pants on. He's in his boxers, and then he realizes he locked himself out. And, you know, Cappy, Cappy kind of senses something is off with Rusty, uh, but he tells him, he's like, you can just go to your RA to, like, get the key. Like, there's a fix for this. But Rusty's just kind of like, uh, I don't know, whatever. Rusty doesn't know what an RA is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he doesn't know what an RA is. Yeah, and then Cappy's like, are you seriously a polymer science major? Well, no. He says that because he he's like, what's an RA? Like, And then he walks over to the door and he says, that's Ra's room. He never comes out. <laughs> oh, my God. Ra's room. Yeah. It's <laughs> And the room has, like, a sign on it. I forget what the sign says. Something right. about, like, please knock or, like, I'm busy between these hours or something. Mm-hmm. And then they go to open the door just to see if anyone's actually in there. And it's, like, empty. There's, like, just, like, trash in, like, a box or something. Like, someone had clearly moved yeah, out. Yeah, there's, like, a mattress that's, hang- like set up against the wall horizontal or vertically (laughs) like someone got out of there um I mean being an RA would be so difficult were you guys RAs? no no yeah I don't think I could have emotionally handled that um but I don't think a lot of them did yeah they I don't think any of them did really yeah so basically um they're like rusty's kind of like shit out of luck like he doesn't have pants so cappy lends him like some dirty pants which just like made my skin crawl because he also says that white stain Mm -hmm. i think is toothpaste yeah it's and rusty like goes to put them on but then he realizes that he had the key the whole time 
But he's like, I'm so late. I'll probably just skip it anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know. He's really giving Rachel Dratch Debbie Downer. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's just really, really low What's energy here. <laughs> like, and I kind of get it. Like, you know, when you're so late to something, you're like, why do I even bother? He's um, clearly just, like, not feeling motivated. And it's shocking to even Kathy. Yeah. And then we're back at CBZ and <laughs> Ashley's working her crafting wonders, oh. doing these crush party invites that once again look like like a second grader's like Valentine's. I know. But in a in an aesthetic way. In an aesthetic way. She has an aesthetic. Yeah. I could feel like in the reboot of Greek, I could see Ashley having like a really successful like Etsy shop. Yes. Where Wait, she like sells boutique. Yeah. I was just gonna say a boutique. She'd be a great boutique owner. Oh, she would be so good as a boutique. Oh, and she would all. It would be one of those boutiques where they always have an open bottle of white wine there for you mm, to take yes. and browse. And like a lot of like big like statement jewelry pieces. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but Ashley still hung up on the hotness monster. I'm pretty sure she has the flip flop with her, right? Yep. Yeah, and in her bag. Casey says you're a glue gun goddess, and she says she she's gonna need that skill because she's gonna grow old alone, and she's. We find out that it's because she is still hung up on the hotness monster, and that's why she's never going to find love. Yeah. <laughs> he made an impression on he this He made quite the impression, and it's just, it's so interesting, too, because Ashley has, like, so much going for her. She's beautiful. She's friendly. She's funny. I'm like, why are you so hung up on this guy? I know. But Franny that's walks up. That's always how it goes, though. Huh? I know, right? That's always how it goes. So it goes. So Franny walks up and Casey's uh, like immediately icing her out and she's like, I'm still processing. She says with a glare. Yeah. And Franny's like, okay. Also, it's been like a full 45 minutes, Franny. Like, back off. Yeah, like give her a little bit more time because I think Franny's also coming up being like, who are you guys going to invite? Like she's trying yeah. to just start like a casual conversation. And it's just coming off selfish at that point. Like you just want forgiveness because you want to move on and you're not seeing that like this girl actually needs to heal because you fucked with her personal life and had she has only apologized at this point for having ash or having casey find out that way right uh, but then we're at this quick scene with rebecca and cappy rebecca's once again kind of giving meredith in the parent trap yeah she's like she had that big hat mm-hmm. she has like this really cute like black and white dress but she basically is, like, in hiding because she's trying to hide from people, like, taking pictures and, like, basically giving her all this attention about all the scandal and everything. Mm-hmm. And she does say she has a new respect for Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> and so she opens the paper, sees her dad on the cover again, and Cappy is trying to, like, spin Rebecca's issue in, like, a positive way. He's like, you know, maybe we should use, like, your fame to get something, like, to get some perks or, like, let's work this in your benefit some way. And she's intrigued. I think she's just looking for anything at this point to kind of, like, escape what she's living through right, right. now. And then, so Casey, she mentions earlier in the episode, I don't remember exactly when she mentions this, but she had an appointment at the Career Center. And she's sitting in the lobby. And first of all, I was like, Career Center? I don't even know if my college had a Career Center. Oh, we had one. I frequented it a lot. Oh, my gosh. I it was really nice. Have. Yeah. And they could have told me my career as a successful podcaster. I know, who would have guessed? They would have never known. They would have tried to deter us. Yeah, they would have really tried to. They would have been like, can you make a living off of that? And I would have been like, no. 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 (laughs) We've not made a penny. 
actually. Um, yeah, but she's at the career office, you know, good for her. She's, like, thinking about her future. And she sees the hotness monster, but, of course, she doesn't know that it's the hotness monster. Right. So we she, don't even know that he goes to CRU at this point. Or Ashley doesn't. We only know because of the baseball hat. Exactly. He's just this stunning guy to Casey. He has gorgeous, like, crystal clear blue eyes. Um, he's super, super, like, funny and sweet and charming. He introduces himself as Drew Collins. That's such a classic, like, rom-commy name. I'm Drew Collins. I know. John Tucker. I'm Drew Collins, and you're watching Disney Channel. Yeah, it does feel like a stage name. Yeah. Collins. I feel like there was another, like, character name with Collins as the last name. Lily. Lily. She's real. <laughs> Drew is Lily's brother. But... And Phil's son. <laughs> Phil Collins. The son of Phil Collins is Drew Collins, a.k.a. the hotness monster. <laughs> and they're, like, kind of joking about Career Center. You know, Casey's like, I'm actually going to be a pop star. Mm-hmm. Which... I don't know. That doesn't feel like a far cry from reality. I could really see her being a pop star. I could see her being an indie pop star. Oh, and, and Allie my and AJ gosh. Sort. I, she does give me Allie and AJ vibes. Mm-hmm. Allie, AJ, and Casey. Yeah, they're really hitting it off. And um, Casey, dare I say, has a crush. Oh, yeah. She's smitten. Yeah. In the words of David Archuleta, <laughs> she has a crush and it's not going away. So... Dale and Rusty are waiting for the new RA to arrive. I think they're kind of with, like, the other honors engineering mm-hmm. students. on their floor, yeah. Yeah. So Rusty's kind of low energy here, and he's like, I'm, you know, just getting kind of bored with all my classes, which is, once again, a big Rusty move. Like, he's like, this school isn't interesting to me anymore because I'm, like, too smart. Hmm. <laughs> um, mm. But uh, they also mentioned something about... I'm having trouble remembering exactly what it is about how, like, they're scared of authority. But Dale's like, I'm not scared of authority. And then he, like, mentions something Dale doesn't silly. want Dale doesn't want someone to come in and think they can tell him he has to wear underwear. Oh, that's what it is. He's like, sometimes I just don't wear underwear, like, right now. Ugh. It's weird. It, it felt unnecessary. It was definitely unnecessary. Yeah, and then there's this engineering competition that they're talking about, which was a little confusing to me. It's like the seniors basically like block their doors, mm-hmm. create this barricade, and the freshmen have to try to find a way into the dorm. And if they get in, I think they get something. Each senior like some, like will leave like a little prize. Yeah, it's like kind of cute, but I was like, wait, why are seniors living in the same dorm? I was thinking that too. No, I think it's the RA. On that door. Oh, it's like the uh, RAs on every floor. The senior RA. Oh, that yeah. makes more sense because that would be kind of like a cute little like bonding That'd activity. Be, yeah, yeah. Senior staff. Oh, gosh. I forgot that RAs were always planning like things like that that like no one would really go no to. No one would show Right. I know. I'm, they were probably required to. Yeah. I think they had to have like one a month or something. My freshman year RA was not to bring it back. Sandra Bullock's assistant. Oh my god. Oh, really? Sick. And she was also younger than me. Like, for some reason, the way that her school, her high school had done the age cutoff, and I was like, I can't take you seriously. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, rough. I remember freshman year, one of my friends, RAs, um, was like 16. Like, <gasps> yeah. she had... Hauser? She had skipped, like, multiple grades, and it was like, we all just, even though we were two years older, we all felt, like, superior to her in some way, which is, you know... Well, it's hard not to. It's hard not to when you're 18, and you're like, why is this 16-year-old telling me, like, I can't make noise right now, you know? Right. Um, so but I really... Wild. I'm sure she's, like, probably, like, running a... You know, running a company or something now. Yeah. She was so ahead of her time. <laughs> but does she have a Greek podcast? I think not. No. Well, we'd know. 
We'd know we'd hear about it. <laughs> but then Max is the new RA. So Max walks in. He has these like really intense sideburns, which I thought were fake for a second. But yeah. they appear to be real. They appear to be unironically real. I know, but he's really cute. It's Costas from Sister to the Traveling Pants. Oh my god, you're right. I knew I had seen him somewhere. Oh yeah, we had talked about this. Mm-hmm. He... He's Costas. Because, I mean, when I first watched Greek, I never got this far in this in the series. So this is my first time I ever met Max. Um, oh, my God. Dare I say I'm in love with him? Yeah, he's uh, he's giving um, he's giving it all. I yeah. just know we're going to fight about Max. <gasps> oh, my really? God. So Thomas and I are going to... Is he going to do something toxic? No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, well, I don't know. But that depends on your definition. I just... I'm excited to... Quarrel about Max. Yeah, I know. Prior I don't know what I'll say. The times I've watched before, people love Max. Like he is like people think Casey should be with Max. We get a lot of comments on TikTok yeah. being like, anytime there's Casey and Cappy, they're like Casey and Max. Right. And it's like seventy likes. That I mean, comment. personally, I just <laughs> I don't love Max, but interesting. I'll, I'll have my reasons. We'll get to them, and I'm the, sure we'll fight about it. The so students immediately seem like drawn to him though, because he's, he's not there expecting. He just like cracks some jokes. I know he makes some like awkward engineering kind of jokes, but like Rusty is like kind of in love. Like he's like very taken by Max. He is, and um, he yeah, I think he's not what they were all expecting. Right. He's a little quirky, but so is everyone on the honors engineering. Right. Yeah. Now at the KT house, um, Rusty and Heath are playing Capital Tower, which is like a version of like reverse Jenga, where they're stacking like beer bottles, pizza boxes, bras, and trying to create a tower. It's trash Jenga. It's trash Jenga, but they're building from the ground up. Mm-hmm. And it, of course, crashes as Cappy approaches. Um, and Cappy is there to kind of confront Rusty. He's like, what's going on, Rusty? You're not yourself. And Rusty is saying that the drudge work of school is making it hard for him to stay motivated. And then he says, like, Cappy, you you wouldn't understand. And then Cappy says, well, this is my week that I'm being sympathetic to people's problems. And he is very intrigued. And then Rusty again launches into a Rusty speech. He starts talking about why he wanted to become a polymer scientist in the first place, and he is talking about um, how much he loved Silly Putty as a kid. And side note, I remember this scene so vividly from the first time I watched it, like, to the point where it made such an impact on me that every time I've seen Silly Putty since I saw this scene, I think of Rusty Cartwright. Mm. (laughs) I remember it so specifically. Wow. Because it is interesting what he's saying about, Mm. like, you know these like different materials and substances that scientists make and he's basically talking about how he wanted to learn everything about silly putty and then cappy is pretending to be asleep for kind of a failed comical effect yeah wait i actually i thought it was so funny i literally burst out laughing because I, I thought it was so funny just because i was as rusty was talking i was like oh my god this is going on for a really long time and then all of a sudden they just cut to cappy like sleeping and i was like uh-huh. i love how different of an experience we have watching this i show. know i thought it was funny i <laughs> know and that's completely within your right then cappy gives like fake advice and he says maybe you're in the wrong major but we just know that cappy is always changing majors but Rusty kind of, like, starts to take that to heart. I know. 
I was thinking the same thing. Like, don't ask this person who has a new major every week for major advice. Right. Now, big uh-oh, we see that Casey is prepping Ashley to give her crush invite to the hotness monster that, at this point, Ashley doesn't know that he is at CRU, and Casey doesn't know that this is a hotness monster, and she's telling him all about this guy she met. And then, as he's walking out of the building, they realize what has happened. Oh, yeah, because Casey has the invite and she's like I met this really cute guy and Ashley's like I'm so excited for you yeah and Ashley's gonna give the invite because like the whole thing is you they don't know who has the crush from ZBZ they just get an invite that's right Um, what a cute idea and they're saying they've never liked the same guy before and but also Ashley was in a relationship of college so Mm -hmm. and then Casey says that Ashley should take him which is the right thing to say at this point given everything that Ashley is done for Casey and the fact that Ashley has basically a shrine of this guy and Ashley's quick to agree but then Casey's like wait you're actually like going to Casey says that Drew aka the hotness monster should also have some say in the matter Mm -hmm. so they say that they're gonna invite him and whoever he clicks with the most at the crush party can have him I really think Casey should just kind of bow out and let Ashley take this. I agree. I I was like really questioning Casey's motives here. I was like, you've know how you've known how much Ashley loves this guy. Yeah, and you've really been having your fun. And also not to be like people are transferable without their permission, but Casey could just kind of step back. Yeah, Casey definitely has main character syndrome in some of these episodes where she's like, wait, but no, like, I'm I'm not done being, like, making this about me. Yeah. Yeah. Make it about Ash. So they pick a random guy to deliver the invite who at first thinks he's getting invited to the ZBZ party, and then he just kind of, like, throws the invitation at Drew because he's annoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, he calls him a genetic freak. Then Rebecca and Cappy walk into the student center, and they say Rebecca's being harassed and she needs a platinum parking pass. And the guy working there, Steve Kwan, is that his name? Toby Toby Kwan. Toby Kwan. Is very excited to help her. And he is very understanding. And this is the beginning of Rebecca reaping the benefits of her newfound fame. She's kind of like the first influencer. She really, I mean, she really could have actually, she like is like, I feel like this story, if it had been complete, I feel like Rebecca almost in the reboot, I could also see her kind of being like, Kim Kardashian. Like, she used her scandal to work her benefit. I also think that she... She's kind of a serious person. Yeah. Like, she she was very hesitant to do this. Like, I think in her relationship with Cappy, we get a little more silliness. It's fun to see her being silly here, because when they do that photo, oh my gosh, that was ridiculous. I know, and she has that look in her eye where she's like, <laughs> she knows that she's getting away with something, and she's so happy about yeah. it. She's like, can you please help me, Toby Kwan? <laughs> and then the smile. Yeah, and then she smiles, and he's in the background of the picture. Like, it's yeah. very weird. And why is Cappy taking the picture? It- <laughs> It's quite the scene. Nothing was really making sense at this point. Now Rusty is knocking on Max's dorm for advice from an upperclassman. And Max says that if he's bored, maybe he should leave the program. He also says that when when Rusty says, 
I just, like, it, he said, is it, is it too challenging for you? And so Max says to Rusty, and Rusty says, no, I'm just bored. He goes, well, that's kind of arrogant. Which it's really not, and I'm the first person to say that Rusty is arrogant, but, like, he's not saying it's too hard. He's allowed to say, like, yeah. Max kind of acts like he has to say it's too hard for him. But if it's not, then it's not. Right. I, I feel myself slowly slipping into... Almost like in rusty, rusty territory. Rusty apologism. He's better this season already. He's a lot yeah, better. He He's a little he more is. relatable. Yeah. Totally. Well, Max was... It, it was bad advice for Max. Or lack of advice, actually. There was no advice given. Right. Just an insult. And Rusty is, like, taken aback at how easy it is to drop out of this program that he worked so hard to get into. It's just a matter of filling out a form. And he's just, like, can't believe that his entire life's work could just be undone. Mm-hmm. I know, but it's like, I don't, yeah, that was also surprising to me that he was, like, so disappointed by that. But I guess it's just very rusty. Well, he says, do I need to get the form signed by my parents? Aww. <laughs> no, you don't live with them. You're an adult. You're an adult. Back at the ZDC house, Casey and Ashley are getting ready for the date night. Um, and they start getting petty. Casey points out that Ashley's wearing heels, which gives her an unfair height advantage. And Ashley says, well, then you have to take those chicken cutlets out of your bra. Mm. And then there's also a part where Casey's wondering where her lucky lip gloss is, which magically she can't seem to find. <laughs> but Franny to the rescue, she walks in. Um, trying to be jovial and friendly. And they stop biting immediately and start complimenting Mm -hmm. each other. And then Casey tells Franny she's still processing. And this, like, immediately dismisses Franny. She walks away. So now they're at the uh, crush party. And Drew walks in. And he sees them. And he approaches them at the same time. And he's like, oh, hi, Casey, and she says hi, and then Ashley says hi from spring break, and he's like, oh, yeah, hey. (laughs) And then he says, so I'm guessing one of you sent the invite, and they both claim to have sent the invite, and I just hate this already. Mm -hmm. It's already Uh, bad. Yeah. I think this season of The Bachelorette copied this episode. (gasps) The Bachelorette. Oh, my gosh, I haven't been watching. Yeah, me neither. It's not good. Did one of them meet him at spring break? No, yeah. at Myrtle. At Myrtle Beach. That was one of that was the first place they went to. We're going to Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. And then all the guys have to act excited. Yeah. yeah. They probably would be. Oh, yeah. Wait, when you said Drew walks in, I immediately thought of the Taylor Swift song, like, Drew, Drew looks <laughs> at me. Ugh. But I remember where I was the first time I heard that song. I know, same. <laughs> I wonder if that was written about Drew Collins. Oh, my Probably. God. She was, like, watching Greek, and it was like, I have this idea. Yeah. <laughs> we find out that Taylor's, like, that album was, like, based on Greek. Oh, my God, it would be. Like, Midnight's. Midnight's is based on Greek. <laughs> wow. I guess Drew is in his TS1 era <laughs> with Cappy. There's room for both. So now um, Dale is walking into their dorm room and he's like holding an envelope um, for Rusty and he finds out that it's a form for Rusty to drop out of the program and Dale gets so sad immediately and he says it's a huge mistake and Rusty's like relieved to hear somebody react this way. Right. But then Dale kind of goes and then I'd have to get a new roommate and so it's a little bit 
like, don't drop out because I don't want to get a new roommate. But also, Rusty definitely needed to hear somebody say, don't drop out. Yeah, he's waiting for someone to tell him, like, why he shouldn't drop out. Yeah. And, like, he's waiting for someone, basically, to tell him, yeah, like, to give him a sign here. Yeah. Give him guidance. Yeah. A shining light. So, then they're like, okay, well, let's go ask Max if I would have to move out, because I don't even know if I would. And the Ari's door is gone, which means that the senior stockade is starting, and Dale is stoked. So, they are kind of with knives opening up the drywall that Max put over his door and when they get it down it's like this really specific type of plastic or glass or whatever that's covering the rest of the door and you know Rusty knows the exact type um and this is obviously already starting to remind him why he loves polymers (laughs) <laughs> and Dale grabs an axe and says, well, here's Johnny. And he goes to, <laughs> to take the axe to the glass and Rusty freaks out. And he's saying, oh, my God, no, no, no. That's, like, going to bounce right back at you. The, we need chemicals. And so then the beginning of the wheels turning with the figuring out, the engineering of the stockade, if you will, begins. Mm-hmm. At Dobbler's, Franny and Evan show up together at because that's where the uh, the date party is. Obviously, she's getting lemon drops. And she says that Casey's still processing. And she's saying, you know, Evan got his wish. And he is asking why Franny cares so much. Because Evan wanted to date her partially because he wanted to make Casey, Casey jealous. jealous. Right. That was established right off the bat. Evan is being a total bonehead this season so far. Oh like, gosh. why do you care? Uh, because it's all of your friends. Like, yeah, I get why Franny cares. I don't think it's her heart is in the right place, but of course she cares. Yeah, it doesn't feel good in any situation to have people not liking you. Right. And actively, like, avoiding you. Yeah. Right. Like, open animosity. Yeah. And um, then she admits that she's jealous of Casey and Ashley's friendship. Which I, I would be too. They have an amazing friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was kind of a part of it in the last episode. Yeah. She was making her way back. Making also, her way downtown. Walking fast. Faces <laughs> past. She's homebound. She was homebound. Also, Evan. Evan is like trying to say that Casey won't, ex- or Casey won't exclude Franny because that would make her look like a jealous lunatic. Yeah. I think Casey's not even thinking about that. No, she has her eyes on Drew. Well, (laughs) of course Evan is thinking this is all about him. Yeah. No, this is a story of female friendship, Evan. No, it's about Chambers International. (laughs) Yeah. Ew, and I This is a story of two girls. (laughs) I just hate Evan calling a woman a jealous lunatic. Yeah, when when he is the jealous lunatic. Yeah. He paid someone not to go out with his ex-girlfriend. Lunatic is such a... That word isn't used very often, but it feels very harsh. It's not. I don't think it's a good word. Is it not politically appropriate? Oh, I don't know. um, I don't think it is. No, it's... Well, I don't don't think you should call people lunatics, but it's because... um, Lunacy. Yeah, lunacy. It's like, basically, it's based off of, like, how werewolves would go crazy on a full moon. Like, spooky season. Spooky season. Ooh, I took Latin. (laughs) Interesting. That's a fun fact. Yeah. 
So Casey and Ashley are talking to Drew at the same time, and they're just kind of like both starting to lightly sabotage one another, but then it keeps escalating. And Ashley brings up that Casey slept with a 16-year-old. Joe Bay Jonah. <laughs> Joe Bay Jonah. Yikes. And then it's Kate, a low blow. Yeah, I, I that gasped. That does, it scares him only briefly, but it should scare him more. I know. I thought the same thing. A pedo? And then Casey is like, well, you threw yourself at a gay guy, like talking about Calvin. Yeah, like, relax, girls. They're really escalating things. And Drew's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. But he does come back, which I... he comes back. I don't know. Um, Like you said, I would be headed for the hills. And Rusty and Dale are still working on the door. It's just not working. They're trying to use acetone to dissolve, like, part of it around where the knob is. And... It's acetone or, like, nail polish remover that Dale had. And it's just not, like, nothing's happening, really, or it's not working fast enough. And then Dale goes, um, oh, I just got a text, like, from someone else in Honors Engineering that they're going to use dynamite to blow up one of the doors. And so he wants to go watch. And Rusty's like, no, I'm going to stay here and keep working on this. Um, so then back at Dobbler's, we see Betsy, who has come out to Dobbler's to the crush night to make amends as a part of her 12-step program. She's holding a mug of tea. Oh, Betsy. Like, Bestie, you can get, like, a ginger ale or, like, yeah, yeah. Or an iced tea not in a mug. Right. Yeah, the mug is not necessary. Yeah. So, it's spring now in CRU. It's sunnier than usual. Yeah, it's way warm in there. So... Casey and Ashley just aren't really listening to her and she's in the middle of them and they start saying like really bad things but to one another but Betsy's still in the middle so they're like uh, she's like oh I'm just apologizing for like how like maybe my behavior would have affected your romantic relationships and Casey's like saying something about like stealing somebody's guy and then they're going back and forth saying stuff to one another but Betsy's caught in the middle and thinks it's about her and she leaves, like, so upset to go call her sponsor. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of sad. I know. I was like, I don't know if they should be joking about this. Yeah. I'm all for, like, Betsy, you know, helping her, like, self and doing what she needs to do, working on herself, getting better. But it's not a joke. I know. Two, very 2008 of them. Right. And so when Betsy leaves, Casey proposes that each of them should do 15 minutes alone with Drew. And they're going to flip a coin for it because both of them want to go first because they're scared the other one is going to say, like, bad stuff. I would want to go last in this situation. Me too. I, Easy. I think the same Easy thing. last. Yeah, more memorable. Yeah, and you would be a fool and to use your time talking about the other person. It's the bachelor. And you can do damage control. Mistake. Totally. Yeah, you like, what did they say about me? Yeah. Anything you heard was a lie. So, Rusty, we're back at the dorm. Rusty is still trying to get the door open. Now he's using an iron to, like, melt the glass or plastic. And it's not working. It doesn't get hot enough. I'm pretty sure at this point, this is when Dale is leaving to go see the the explosion. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Exploding. And then we come back to Dobbler's. And Rebecca and Cappy are sitting at a table and they're so happy they're going over all the things that she's gotten from like <laughs> exploiting her trauma and 
I do like this for I do, too. I do, too. It, it's, like, all kind of, like, random. Yeah, she's so she's stuff, having fun, which is good. It's, like, exactly. comped meals. <laughs> yeah, and, like, just Cappy's good at making things lighthearted. And so then Ashley and Drew are talking, and it's just not going well. Like, he doesn't remember her at all. So she keeps, he's like, where did we meet again? And she's like, you know, spring break. He's like, oh, yeah, you were playing volleyball. She's like, I would never play volleyball. I would never play volleyball. And he was like, uh, she said, we met at a party. And he was like, oh, that was a crazy party. Weren't you wearing a life vest? And she was like, I was wearing an adorable green tunic. Yeah. Oh, this was so it sad. It was so sad, and things are just clearly fizzling. And Ashley gets up to go, like, to leave, and she ends up going over to Casey and says that he can be her fun new guy. He doesn't. He's not the hot Miss Monster anymore. And he gives back, or she gives Casey back her her lip gloss. Oh. And it's really yeah. She says, "Oh, I found your lucky lip gloss in, in my, my purse. purse." That broke my heart. But it is really like when you idealize somebody so much that you have a crush on, and then you're like, "Oh, you are nothing like the version of you that I made up in my head. You're just a real person who's disappointing." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's incredibly relatable. Never yeah. meet your hero. Because she's not even like still into him. She's like, ah, oh, like. That wasn't a real person, and it's more like she's bummed because she was excited. Yeah. About the prospect of him. Yeah. And yeah. Then she's just let down. And oh, I also think yeah. that like, it was a big blow to her confidence him not remembering her. Yeah. Which would upset me too. But in Drew's defense, which I which I don't want to defend Drew, but they truly only met for once. It was a very brief encounter. Yeah, it just meant so much to her. But yeah. I think she she's like internalizing it now. Is like I was forgettable. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, back at the door, the barricade thing, Dale had come back at the last point we checked in with Rusty, and he had a hanger in his hands because that's how he ended up getting into one of the doors. Um, He just used a hanger to pick the lock. Mm -hmm. So that gives Rusty an idea, and he wraps this hanger, like, he makes it come out of the iron to get, like, it really hot, around the point where the doorknob would be and he finally gets in right as the time is about to run out but he goes to open the door and the door is locked so he never makes it into the room and right as it like the clock strikes midnight then max opens the door and uses a blowtorch to like break out of the room and he's wearing like a like a hazmat. hazmat yeah Oh, Max. Silly Max. he's interesting. And so then we see Casey and Drew walking back to the ZBZ house. And he's assuring Casey that Ashley's going to be fine. And, like, saying... He said something really weird about Ashley. He's like, she's funny and she's smart and she's pretty and she has a great body. (laughs) Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, relax. Yeah, Yeah. I kind of hate Drew now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he's not worth it. No. It was really a weird thing to say when you're talking to someone's best friend who you know that, like, their best friend had feelings romantic for feelings for you. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah. It's just weird. It's a miss for sure. Yeah. So they're kissing, and then the door to ZBZ, like, gets opened really fast, and in the doorway are Franny and Evan just going at it making out why would you open the door if you were that impassioned in the middle of a kiss you wouldn't yeah it is kind of mysterious how that door opens it flung open oh it's it's that ghost that lives in the zbz house (gasps) oh who was virginia virginia Virginia. (laughs) 
Yeah, so they're making out, and they stop, and, like, everybody kind of looks at each other. It's, like, an awkward moment, and then Evan leaves. And so back at Rusty's dorm, he's really upset with Max because the doorknob on the door didn't even have a keyhole. It was just a knob. Like, Max had changed it. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, well, there's no rules. Um, and Rusty just feels kind of, like, slighted. Mm-hmm. But that's when we find out that Max is also a polymer science major. and But at first he gives Rusty the suicide prevention hotline. I know. Yeah. Weird. And, and he, uh, Rusty's like, I'm not suicidal. I'm just like bored I don't know what to do with my life right now and he goes good because I hear it's a lot of paperwork I know it was not cool yikes I mean I think he's trying to make a joke but it was a mess I don't even think he is trying to make a joke I think the writers are making a joke about how little paperwork it was to drop out of the program but it's more paperwork to be suicidal Mm. oh I didn't even catch that um so they're talking and Max starts to like get into why he became a polymer science major and it's like a similar story to Rusty's. It's about working at his dad's, um, is it a dealership or like a car garage or something where he worked on cars and tires and stuff. So he tells this whole story and then... Um, Rusty brings up the silly putty story. And then that sparks something like in Max and he opens a box and takes out the silly putty and says like, oh, you here's your prize then for getting so close. Yeah. It's cute. It is cute. And as he does that, like Rusty catches this certificate. He sees a certificate in one of Max's boxes and it's from NASA. And he's like, oh my gosh, you worked at NASA. You must be like a real genius. What's happening? I know. (laughs) And then Max like, it, Max is also so weird about his room, by the way. Like, this whole he episode, is. he won't let anyone in his room, and he, like, keeps shoving. Like, he'll open it only a crack and then, like, step out of it. It's really weird. So he, like, basically then, like, scoots Rusty out the door and is like, yeah, I guess you could say that, and, like, shuts the door. And Rusty's in love. <laughs> the certificate also looks so fake. NASA! <laughs> yeah, it literally looks like, like camp, a like art. camp NASA. Yeah. It's, like, camp award. You're and, the like, most that would just be on top of your... All your belongings. Especially if you didn't want people seeing. Unframed. Unframed. It's a piece of paper. It was so... Not even like like an envelope, like, graduation certificate. Yeah, it was like an eighth grade, um, yeah. Promotion ceremony, as they called it. And so, um, we're back at Dobbler's, and I think Cappy's, like, coming over to the table that Rebecca's sitting at, and he has news that... They're not going to let her drink underage at Dobbler's, but if she wears its shirt on a certain day, she can, like, get a free fry or like something. Like nachos. Yeah, they get free nachos if she wears a Dobbler shirt every Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Which I would take that deal. That's so sure. funny. And then she, like, looks at him very solemnly, and she's like, um, actually, my parents are getting a divorce. They just called me. And he's, like, trying to cheer her up, but she just isn't in the mood to be silly. Also, like, I Fair. um, I just assumed they were getting a divorce. Right. I but guess, I, it's still sad, obviously. But yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't know that this wasn't established yet. And right. Cappy is like, oh, let's go inside and I'll drink apple juice through a straw in my nose. Yeah. And Rebecca's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I really think, like, this is kind of the exact reason or one of the exact reasons why I've been so standoffish about them being a couple mm. because they are not a match. 
She yeah. needs somebody more mature. He's fun, but, like, that is such an immature response mm-hmm. to an extremely Traumatic. sad, yeah. like, life-changing event. And she's just, like, disappointed because it's, like, oh, you're never going to be that person. Yeah, right. her home is falling apart in front of her. And you see it on her face of just, like, he can't show up for me just in the way that I need him to. Yeah, like, he knows how to lighten the mood. He's not someone you, like, talk to about your emotions. And that's really what she needs right now. Yeah. And so in their room at ZBZ, Ashley is, like, listening to sad music on her iPod or CD player or whatever it is. Yeah, and she's just kind of, like, you know, letting the emotions wash over her when Casey comes in. And she says to Ashley, she's like, I'm not Franny. And she says after seeing Franny and Evan, she realizes that the reason that it hurts so much is because Franny chose a guy over their friendship and that she would be doing the same thing to Ashley if she chose to stay with Drew. Mm-hmm. And that's when a- and Ashley's like, no, no, it's different. But Casey is like, no, you're my girl. Yeah. First. Mm-hmm. And that's when Ashley confesses that like Drew didn't even remember her. And Oof. Casey says... You're unforgettable. Oh, that's so cute. And they hug. It's so cute. And she says, there's no guy dreamy enough to get between us. So sweet. Except maybe Christian Bale or Johnny Depp. Yeah. Who would be that equivalent today? Maybe, like, Mm. Harry Styles? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. Or, I don't know who else. Um, I think that's it. Chris Evans. Oh, okay. Chris Evans. In a sweater. Oh, my God. Chris Evans in cable knit. Chris Pine. Or yes. Harry Styles, don't worry, don't worry, darling. Oh my God, don't the get us cast of Don't worry, darling. Nick Kroll. <laughs> Nick Kroll. <laughs> and um, then we kind of go to the next morning, and Franny is in the ZBZ kitchen making coffee. In the weirdly dark ZBZ kitchen, it's like not it's strange, lit. yeah. And Casey asks for some, and she's chipper, and she seems like happy. And basically, Franny's like, oh, so you got over it kind of thing. And Casey's like, yeah, I processed it, and we're not friends anymore. Yeah, because she asks if they're friends again, and she Mm. says, absolutely not. Yeah, and she's happy with that decision. And she says, you dating Evan is validating all the bad things that Evan did to her. And Mm -hmm. that's so true. true. Yeah. I didn't even think about it like that. I, I really, that's a good point to me. Yeah. And Casey's, she... Uh, Franny says something along the lines of, what about big sis Lil Sis? Yeah. And Casey says, we're sisters forever, but we're no longer friends. The epic highs and lows of high school football. The scathing. Oh, that knife. I Just had like... a family once. I had a family <laughs> once. Um, so then we <laughs> are back at Rusty's dorm room where we started this episode, and Rusty wakes up. We see him shut off his alarm. He's already out of bed. He's fully dressed out the door. Pep's in his step. He has the pep. He's His pep is back. He wants to be a polymer scientist, and he's found his drive once again. He <laughs> He's covered in silly putty, head to toe, dripping. He starts to walk out the door, and he turns back around to snatch the silly putty egg from the counter Cute. and leaves the literal, literal scamper. Yeah. He's just... A literal scamper. Yeah. A romp. Chicken scampi. A romp. Yes. 
A chicken scampi. <laughs> a it was chicken good. scampi from. It was a sweet little episode. I feel like it's setting up a lot. Mm-hmm. It really is laying the foundation. It was definitely one of those fun episodes where it's kind of like all on all home base. It's mm-hmm. like, now we're at this scene. Now we're back at this scene. Now we're back at this scene. Yeah, yeah we're about to roll right into a great season. I can feel it. Yeah. I think I think the second seasons of shows might almost always be the best. Because the characters the characters have found their groove. Like they know them. Yeah. You started to get into the good drama, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. It's like more deep. Yeah, yeah, it's more fleshed out. And it's more fun. I think it's fun to introduce new characters because you already know the existing characters so right. well. Right. Especially exactly. when you've had, in this case, 21 episodes in the That's first season crazy. to get to know them. I know. Is this, I think season two might be 22 episodes. Oh, love it. Good. We needed another one. Winners? I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. <laughs> um, winners. Winner, winner, winner. I think winner. Casey is yeah. my winner. I would agree with that. Oh, Casey was my loser. Oh, do you tell? I didn't like the way she treated Ashley in this episode. I thought uh, she was being petty. That's fair. Yeah. And I just thought it was not cool. She does also kiss Drew, which I didn't love. Mm. Yeah. I mean, but I just think the reason I chose her for my winner was because of her realizations right. with Franny. And I right. think... No, that's valid. I think she was acting out of hurt when she went after Drew. Yeah. But I feel like they didn't, they didn't really explore that a lot. I think they more so just made it look like they were just fighting over him. Yeah. But I think when you look at her scenario, the reason I'm justifying it is because she's, like, hurting still. She's bruised. Yeah. Yeah. I really thought there were slim pickings for a winner this episode, yeah. to be quite honest. But mine's Rusty. And it's for oh not making gosh. me want to strangle him this episode. He, he had a really good episode, honestly. I like him when he's knocked down a peg. Yeah, exactly. And, but, and not being, like, completely insufferable about it. Yeah. Dale just wasn't present enough in this episode to be a winner. Calvin wasn't even in this. Mm-mm. He wasn't in this episode. And, like, part of me wants to give the winner to Cappy because I think he did make Rebecca really happy during this. But then the way that he fumbled the handling of the parents' divorce. The apple juice. Yeah. Of, of our fall from grace. Yeah. Rebecca also wasn't in this episode as much as I would have liked. I always, yeah. I would notice, I like visibly noticed that they she were, wasn't there as much. They were definitely B plot. I think yeah. my loser is Drew. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Drew's kind of a dud, we realized in this yeah. episode. Miss me with Drew. Yeah. Also, it sounds like he had like kind of a bizarre spring break experience. Yeah, like. He Ash, a bit more than he can chew. Ash deserves yeah. better. Of oh, course. absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us on this, this fond romp down memory lane. Love you. Bye. Bye.